Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael D Show here on Podcast Juice. And today we are here to discuss Avengers Infinity War. And let me tell you right off the gate, this is a spoiler review. Uh, So by the time that this comes out, I'm assuming all of my real comic heads have seen the movie. So be forewarned, this is spoilers. I don't want to hear no, then you shouldn't be listening because we're going to get into this. Also joining us today is Mr. Ant Pooh, sir. How are you? Oh, we're using our made-up names? Yay. Hey, everyone. Hello. Anthony. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. And of course, we have Mr. Q Storm, sir. How are you doing? To the listener who said to Mike that uh, all y'all cats be going in on me, don't worry. I got this handle. Thank you. Pause. All right. <laughs> and also, we want to make sure we get our special guest. Mr. Perry, are you with us? Yes, I'm in the I'm in the building. I'm in the building. All right, and of course, yes, that is uh, Mr. Perry Ross from the Purple Underground. Uh, so we welcome you, sir. It's your first time on this show, I believe. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, and and, uh, and uh, you can catch yes, catch you what uh, what is what's the name on the YouTube channel? Purple Underground. All right, and of course they cover Purple Underground Prince, and but they do you guys do unboxings. I see y'all doing some gameplay videos and stuff. So, oh yeah, yeah, all right, oh yeah, all right. Well, let's get into this. We're gonna start it off, man. Avengers Infinity Infinity War. This this movie's been mm, uh, mm, mm. a long time coming. Uh, I'm gonna let our guest actually have the honors to 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 give his review. So, man, Perry, what'd you think of the movie? Yo, I think it's the best Avengers movie that's that came out. Um, I wasn't, I'm not too big on like uh, knowing about who Thanos is and all that. I have somewhat of an idea, um, you know, because I'm like traditional Marvel, Spider Man, Captain America, blah blah blah. But CGI in this movie, I thought was great. I mean, I thought the story. The story was off the chain. And for Thanos, Thanos being such a ruthless guy, I actually felt like it was a soft spot, spot in my heart for him, man. Really? Damn. Yeah, really. You know? <laughs> like, you know, especially when I seen him cry, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's like, you know, it, it was kind of like that Darth Vader thing, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think, I think he understands still what he was doing, but I don't know if he really wanted to do it. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, uh, as far as the character roles, uh, battles and all that, I really enjoyed the, uh, the battle with the guys from the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and Iron Man and them. When they thought that uh, when they landed on the planet, they thought that it was Thanos. That was hot. Um, uh, and then, like the ending boss battle was excellent, excellent. One of the best I've seen ever, ever, okay. ever. But I really think that if people didn't go out to see this one, they need to because it was banging, banging. <laughs> All right. It, 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 it exceeded my expectations. 
Matter of fact, that's where I was when you had uh, sent me the message last night. Oh, word. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Now, yeah, did you see this yeah. in uh, in an IMAX or 3D or regular? Or what'd you see it as? This is a regular theater. It's a regular theater, no IMAX, none of that. Okay. You know, yeah. All right. So, but, 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 it, sound was great. Loved it. Best Avengers movie ever. Wow. Okay. That's a high ever. praise right there. <laughs> ever. You and see. I love Age of Ultron, but, you know, this one here. Man. Let me ask it's only one movie it's only one movie better than it. One superhero movie better than it. That's Black Panther. Okay. And we all know what's up with that. So right, right. I was gonna ask you, like in terms of all the Marvel movies, where do you put it? Ooh. Ooh. Uh I would definitely put it in my top ten. Because right now, like, the, the first Spider-Man that came out, I think in, like, 99, 2000, that's, like, my all-time favorite. Okay. But it's definitely in my top ten. All right. Along with uh, The Incredible Hulk. The one that, uh, what was the guy's name to play? Uh, he played in uh, the movie with Richard Gere, uh, Primal Fear, uh, Ed Norton, when he played the Hulk. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. That one right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all and right. Of course, like I think this, the second Iron Man was hot, but this one definitely in my top ten. So. Got it, got it. All right, Mister Ant Pooh, what did you think of Avengers: Infinity War? <laughs> Uh, me personally, I love this film. I went in a little bit jaded, thinking, okay, I read the comic book Infinity Gauntlet as well as Thanos Quest, which um, pretty much details Thanos Quest details him getting the Infinity Stones. Uh, Infinity Gauntlet details what he does with the Infinity Stones and and uh, stopping them. And I was like, okay. I know the source material. Are they gonna bring it on? Are they gonna adapt it right? Are they gonna do some callbacks to it? And they did a little bit to it, but overall, I thought it was its own separate, self-contained story. And from start to finish, I loved it. There was no okay. There was not a lot of exposition. There was a little middle part where I felt that they the film went down just a tad bit as they it bogged down with Gamora and Quill, Gamora and Nebula. Damn, it was just all Gamora. Thank God. Yeah, we'll get into that later. But from the moment the film started to the end, it was just like, I hate this phrase, balls to the fucking wall with action. Some of the best fight scenes ever. We all swear by the Civil War airport scene. The Russo's brothers topped that in two scenes. The opening one with uh, Stark and and uh, the Wizards, which is funny, against uh, the children of Thanos, as well as the final Thanos boss battle, which considering who he was up against, you would think that, okay, he'd have an easier time, but they were very creative to, to give us a little hope spot that they could stop Thanos. But they, they gave you the action. They gave you the comedy. They made you feel emotional with a number of different scenes where, you know, it's some of it could have been corny, but the acting by the 
the performance by the actors, they made you get really well, for, at least for me, get invested in it. When you saw um, Thanos good face to face with Gamora and they bring it back all that backstory of, of how, what her life was like growing up with him, how she didn't like that and all and uh, the animosity with Nebula. It could have been whack, but they pulled it off. Now, I went on Facebook and I said, anybody expecting Black Panther 1.5, this ain't it. Anybody anybody who was expecting to go in there in their Black Panther suit, talk about, ah, say, who, who? Yeah, yeah, leave that at home. Wakanda forever, yeah, that, that's just gone. This is an Avengers movie. And really, it was all the Avengers before the original, except for Steve Rogers, which, you know, that's fine. I like this movie. We're going to get into more depth into everything that went down. The performances were great. CGI, some people are complaining about it. Well, I can say complaining about it. Are noticing some of the flaws. I didn't see it. They did a number of uh, scenes in daylight, and I didn't see any bad CGI. Uh, maybe I didn't have the, a good eye for detail on it. They, the Russos, they pulled it off. All right, all right. And just let me ask you, where do you rank this movie in the Marvel movies? Okay, this is the greatest, and I'm being specific using this word, comic book movie ever. It's number one in the MCU. Now, mm. Black Panther, and I'm, and now I'm about to hedge my best. Black Panther. Okay. Black Panther is, in my opinion, is more than a comic book film. It has different things, but being a comic book film adapted, inspired by, I, no film touches it, in my opinion. No film does. So, so just to answer the question I asked you, though, you, so you're saying that this is your top Marvel movie? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Mr. Q Storm, sir, what did you think of the movie? Um, I'll put it this way. I've been saying for the last few years, well, ever since Winter Soldier, I've been saying the Russos are God. Well, <clears throat> this film proves to me that sometimes even gods are given more that they can handle. I think that was the case here. Um, have, what I mean by that is I'm not going to say this was a bad movie because I think no one else other than the Russos would have had any more success putting on a movie like this than the Russos did. I think the Russos did the best job anyone could have done given all they had to juggle with this film. Uh, I enjoyed the film for the most part, but it's a, it, for me, it's a hugely flawed film. Uh, I think, and I, I don't know how you get around it by necessity. They had to cram so much into this movie that to me, it came off as very disjointed there were a lot of tone shifts it, at the beginning. I was like, oh, my God, now we got three comedians on the scene. We got Thor cracking jokes. We got Peter Quill cracking jokes. We got Tony Stark cracking jokes. Doctor Strange cracking jokes. Drax is cracking jokes. Then it would change tone from from scene to scene. And it, it eventually settled on a tone towards the last, I'm going to say the third act when we get into Wakanda and we get on Titan. Um, and I'm like, well, why couldn't it have been like that throughout the whole film in terms of tone? Um, 
the Russos have proved to me that they can shoot the fuck out of an action scene. That first action scene probably was my favorite. And I, I want to ask the character who I guess he was like a Jean Grey type of character, the gray, the gray dude with the white hair that was Ebony like Ma. What's his name? Ebony Ma. Okay, that tell me that's not a rapper's name. Uh, to me, that dude, I got to read comic books about him because he was dope as hell to me. I, I didn't like the way he went out so easily, but man, that that first fight scene, that was awesome. Th- this this movie. Kind of like when, like, Captain America Civil War, it was more like the Avengers with Captain America featuring Captain America. This movie was more like um, the Avengers featuring uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because it was very, it was very space heavy. It seemed like there was a lot of scenes with, in space with the Guardians and some scenes that I think really could have been edited down, even though they had a lot to cover, but they spent a lot of time on some scenes that I just thought, can we get past this? Uh, I'm just going to say one word, Thor. We'll get into it. We'll get into that a little bit later. I will say, after saying all that, it's a very flawed film, but it's a film that's not, it's a film that's not greater than some of all its parts. And what I mean is that there are some badass scenes in this movie that make up for all the problems I had with it. So I would give this movie three out of five reels because it's enjoyable. It's just all over the place. And I don't know how you could have prevented that. Um, and it is, it is my favorite Avengers movie in terms of where I place it in the MCU. I think I have maybe five or six films in the MCU that I think are genuinely good films. So let's say I have six. This would be number seven. All right. All right. My uh, thoughts on this, I, I somewhat echo some of the things Q was saying, but let me, and I've seen this movie twice. I actually just watched it before we uh, started the show here. So I wanted to be sure that I didn't miss something or maybe I was thinking different. So here's my initial thought on this. The movie is fun. Uh, I believe this movie is made for fans of the Marvel movies. Like if you've seen damn near all those movies and you put the time in, this is perfect for you. This is probably the most uh, fan service movie of all time. Uh, and I, what I mean by that, and I, and I kind of got to judge this movie on two things. Uh, I will say this, as a movie, just as a movie, and if you just come in and judge this movie unto itself, I think it has a lot of problems. And the only thing I say in terms of that is because it requires pre-knowledge coming into this movie. So if you don't have the knowledge of understanding who these characters are, I would imagine you would be completely lost. Because for its benefit or not its benefit, depending on who you are, this doesn't explain anything. We've always talked about we don't want to see the origins of these characters. I just want to get into it. This movie is that. The only origin you're going to get is Thanos. But all of the other heroes and stuff, it requires that you understand who they are and understand why some of these scenes pay off because they play into other movies. I actually don't think that there's ever been a movie that has done this before. So I applaud Marvel. This is breaking new ground on that level. Like this is a movie that almost plays like it's a TV serial. Like you've been watching the other seasons. And so now when it accumulates to this, you get it. So in terms of it being for the fans, I think it is incredible. Uh, 
it is at a breakneck speed. You know, this movie jumps right into it at the very beginning. Again, assuming you've seen Ragnarok, right? Picks right up, goes in, and it doesn't let up the entire movie. Uh, this is, a, I'll say this. <clears throat> this is one of those movies that was made uh, by the Ruzos, right? And it's coming off of the successes they've had with other movies. And a lot of times when directors get success, they get to be able to pull more strings or get a little more leeway. I do think they should have been reeled in a little bit on this movie. What I mean by that is I thought some of the scenes could have been edited down even more than they were, or maybe some of the stuff cut out because it does feel a little long to me, but I think every song, I mean, excuse me, every scene seemed necessary, but it's, I don't know, some of it, and maybe what Key was saying, some of the cider stories, like the Thor thing, and it just, I was like, okay, it's interesting, but because there's so many other characters and because all of them sort of have their own fan bases are successful, you can't help but wish they sort of uh, centered on this one more than this. Uh, and, and that was a problem for me in the movie because, again, I love Captain America. And Captain America, he, he seemed like he barely spoke in this movie. Um, the the scene where he is introduced, I thought was a heroic scene. He, you know, he's in the shadows, and I was like, okay. And then you you know you just see the silhouette, and then she throws the spear at me. So I was like, oh, that's you know, people were cheering. I was like, oh, that's filthy. And I guess uh, uh, I don't know the 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 corniness or the popcorn moviness of it. I was expecting him to throw a one liner. We are so accustomed to seeing characters say something and he said nothing and I was like okay all right that's cool but then he goes on to not really say anything to the very end they're like Cap what do you want to do or something and I was like man he didn't really say anything and I was like it seemed like a missed opportunity and he's such to me he seems like such a uh, dominant character in the franchise just as Tony Stark is you wouldn't have Tony Stark in a movie and not have him say nothing of course part of his character is that he speaks a lot so I was just kind of like, oh, all right, they they doing Cap like Superman in DCU or something. Like he's not really speaking that much. Uh, and then the other thing is Black Panther. Uh, I can see that Marvel had no clue that the Black Panther movie was going to be as big as it was because the way he is used in this movie uh, proves that to me. They are focused on Thor, and I guess they thought, yo, you know, Ragnarok is going to be the shit, and it's going to blow it out. We're going to that's going to be the basis that we move forward on. And we're going to have his story in this. I enjoyed Ragnarok, as I've said before, but I could have cared less about Thor's whole little thing. I would, I don't want to see Black Panther and everyone associated. I, I want to know what's going on with them. God damn it. To me, it was like, uh, it, you know, if you had something, it's shit. You had Michael Jackson or something and he's in the whiz. Like I just want to see Michael Jackson. I don't, I don't really want to see. I mean, he's a superstar. Uh, but I, and so I wasn't so, as a movie viewer, I was just kind of like, eh, OK, get to the shit. But that's but again, that's probably a problem or an issue you're going to have. If you've got all these characters in a movie, somebody's not going to get they do justice. And you sort of take the gamble on what you do. Uh, when something becomes successful and I guess that, that that's either a good thing or a bad thing with these types of Marvel movies they are so planned out like there's no room for uh, 
improvisation or, or to uh, react to what's going on. So if they have a super blowout movie that is a success, they've already filmed the other movies that are locked in. They can't change, right? So, and I think this is one of those situations where, boy, if they would have had it more sort of Wakanda a little bit more or it would be, a, I just think it would play better. But that probably speaks more to the person who is not a super Marvel fan and it just they all went to see Black Panther, so you kind of expect more. To a Marvel movie fan, though, that may not be the issue, right? All your characters you love. I'm going to wrap this up real quick because I know I'm going long. Um, I enjoyed the movie. Like I said, I saw it twice. Um, but I think that the only problem I would say about this movie, and I think it sounds like I'm shitting on it, but it is that it didn't have any character development in this movie to me. Uh, it was just a whole bunch of sequences that happened. They went very fast paced. Some of the scenes, it felt like they were cutting out little things to just have the scene. You know, I'm going to compare this to almost like that uh, Batman v Superman sometimes. It felt like it was going way too fast in certain parts. And it's kind of, well, how did it get to here to there? Uh, it, this to me kind of had that a little bit, though I enjoyed the stuff it was doing. It seemed like it was going too fast, even though it still felt like it was too long sometimes. All the action was fantastic. Some of the CGI was a little shaky, but, you know, I can say that about a lot of these movies, so I, I, I don't really fault it for that. I thought Thanos was done very well. Uh, I think he's probably the main character in this movie. I didn't really care for the ending, per se. I enjoy that they did that, but again, as a story, I know they have to do Spider-Man Homecoming 2. They, they say they're going to do it. You, you when you and I'm just spoiler already. When when you kill Black Panther, I'm gonna roll my eyes because he's the biggest movie you got. Ain't no way in hell they ain't gonna be no Black Panther too. So I was like, eh, okay, yeah. I already know they're coming back. I guess the the thrill will be to see how that happens. But uh, I almost felt like at the end, almost like I don't really want to see what happens, or I don't want to wait a year to see what happens. God damn it, just show the fucking thing. But uh, at the end of the day, I did enjoy this movie. Um, it does play on your emotions. I love Spider-Man in this, and he didn't want to die. I thought that was great. Um, but I'm, I have mixed feelings. If I was going to rate this on a one scale of 1 to 10, I would give it an 8. Um, wow. and, and, and So, yeah, so I, I thought it was really good. But I would say it would probably play better to me when the second part of this movie is released so that I can see the whole story uh, instead of it being cut like that. Um, anyway, I'm done. I want to get into the to a bigger conversation and also make sure we bring in Perry as well. So with that said, what was like some of your favorite parts of the movie? Like what was like the standout uh, for you? I'm going to Perry. Um, one of the standouts for me and a, a question I got for you guys, uh, Remember when uh, the ship was going up in space and uh, Spider-Man, he lost his, uh, his oxygen or whatever, and then Tony Stark sent the suit and he got in the suit? Mm -hmm. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, the suit had, like, uh, uh, spider legs coming out the back. Yeah. Now, there's an actual backstory in the comic, and I believe I have the comic, where uh, those were actually natural. They came out of him in the comic. 
because uh, I think it was uh, Mary Jane. She was about to get killed, and he was tied up somewhere. He couldn't get loose, and he had drawn out his energy, and all of a sudden they popped out of his back, and he got loose. Do you, any of you guys remember something like that? Only thing I remember is that they were it was you know going back to the the actual Civil War comic book when when Iron Man gave him that iron suit and it I believe that suit that's you know it had those things that came out the back that particular instance you're speaking about I don't know if I read that I do remember when she yeah, was about I, to get I, killed though just don't remember yeah didn't they, yeah, I, did I, they, I think I was gonna say wasn't it um. Or oh, maybe this was in the newspaper uh, when when Spider Man was printed in the newspaper, on in a comic strip where he actually had real arms come out of his back or something like that. I thought they were like real right. arms. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, real arms uh, came out of his back. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know about that. I didn't, yeah, that's I what I thought. I thought that was just that was just in the newspaper, wasn't it? Or was that in the book too? Yeah, issue one hundred. I, I think I think I actually have that comic. I'm gonna go home and look for it. Okay. I think I have that. Yeah, all right. I think so. <clears throat> and I thought that but, suit uh, was, was dope, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, the suit was dope. But, like, when he got the suit, like, because I love the suit in general. Um, you know, when he got the suit, I thought that was dope. Uh, um, the interaction between Thor and uh, Rocket Raccoon, I love that. You know, I thought that was real entertaining. And I don't necessarily like Raccoon, you know what I'm saying, but... You know, I thought that was cool. It, it was a whole lot of stuff, man. My main thing was the actual fights and the battles and, and the way they had Thanos down and how you can let your emotions get to you so much and, and lose sight of the ultimate goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what dude did. So Pretty much everybody's you know. death is on Peter Quill's, like... Right, right. Hey guys, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm on Box Office Mojo. Infinity War did 105 million dollars on the opening day. Okay. Expected to do 240 opening weekend. Mm. All right, all right. Um, yeah. yeah, some of the other. But, I was, oh, go ahead, man. Got it. But, uh, what, what I didn't like was the fact that. And, and I think he, they may bring back Loki, the fact that he was killed. I didn't mm. really like that that much. But, no. It is what it is. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it just even the start of the movie, it really, I mean, it right. got into it right off the top. I mean, let's talk about the Hulk for a second. Ooh, you yeah. Know, yeah. The Hulk. Ain't going to be no rematch. He got his ass handed to him. And it set, the, it set the stage to understand, okay, this is how powerful Thanos is. Like, they right, was like, right. you know, my man said, well, we got a Hulk, okay? <laughs> he come in, and oh boy, he was like, now nah, let him have some fun. <laughs> let, let him get down. Right. And, he, and at first, Hulk was, right. you know, hit, tagging him up. And then Thanos just said, okay, the game's over. And just, I mean, it wasn't like right. he just beat his, he was whooping his, like he was a boxer. Pop, ta, 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 ta. Combination. So that, combination. First, that first punch, though. <laughs> I mean, basically, the Hulk was shook the whole movie, right? I I, I kind of have a hard time. Scared, was, I have a hard time believing that. Come out. Yeah, but he was shook the whole movie. Oh, I was like, man. okay. 
Right. Hey, man. He was scared to come out. But that doesn't make it. Go ahead, Q. See, we were talking, you, you were asking us what we liked about the movie, <laughs> but it's taking a turn already. <laughs> that was that was complete bullshit to me. Which number part? one, okay, I, I don't I, I liked seeing the Hulk get, get his ass handed to him because you know, as much as I like the Hulk and he's the strongest mortal, he seemed like you know he's been overpowered uh, as of late. So I liked seeing him beaten. But the, what doesn't make sense is that if you have Thanos who can <clears throat> serve the Hulk. But then you got in the later scene Captain America, who is dope. He's my favorite MCU character. No way he should be able to hold Thanos' hand that long while Thanos is trying to punch him out. Or no way that um, as dope as the scene was, and this is one of the things I liked about the movie, all the fight scenes, particularly like um, my man, I'm sorry, sir, I forget your name. P- Perry? Yes, yes. Okay. You, one of the fight scenes you said, I, I, when they were fighting on Titan and they had him down trying to get that gauntlet off, that fight scene was dope. Right. But Thanos yeah. should, before Mantis got into his head, Thanos should, he should have obliterated them if he's handling the Hulk. So I, I just don't like it when they kind of change the the standards from from moment to moment. And, and another thing that I feel like with a plot hole, kind of speaking to changing the standards. And I've been going back and forth on Facebook about this. If he has this infinity gauntlet, I don't understand the motivation. It never was very clear. Why do you have to kill half of the people in the universe? Just make more resources. I, you know, you can create whatever you want. Why would you? So that that motivation just was never clear to me. Now Thanos, I think he was one of the best villains of the MCU. I thought it was dope. Josh Brolin killed it. He looked great. But you know, I'm I'm going to criticize where I see flaws, and that did not make any sense to me. Well, I can't argue. That. I mean, what you just said there. Why not create more resources if you can control reality? That is a good question. Right. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean that that may be a flaw in it. But of course, then probably where's the, where's the action of the movie if you you know go that smart about it? Uh, but my thing would be ahead. my answer to that would be is how long do you want to keep doing that? If killing half the universe in your mind is better, considering that's what he's been doing. He on Titan, he they said that they were facing extinction, they were facing no, facing disaster, and he said, Okay, we need to just kill off half the uh, civilization. So they didn't listen to him. Titan went to shit. So he took created his army, he's gone planet to planet to planet, enacting what he wanted to do at Titan. <clears throat> But that, he has he has the Infinity Stone. He can kill half the universe. If you keep saying, "Well, make all the resources," he'd have to keep doing it. So my thing would be is like, do you want to do the job? Do you want to keep doing the job, or do you want to do the job once? Yeah, but people are gonna keep fucking. So you want one way or the other. Either choice you make, you're gonna have to revisit the issue. And my my thing is, if he's going to go that route. I didn't. I needed to see. Now I'm. In, I'm on the fantastic page doing this too. I. I needed to see. You could have sold me on that if you had shown me like they do in lots of other movies that deal with similar things about overpopulation, overcrowding. They show you what the villain is referring to, like when Thanos when he showed us Titan. I think it was. He, yeah, he showed Titan when it was thriving by using the the reality stone. I assume. Why not say something, have a scene where it makes his motivation clearer, even though it doesn't really make sense. 
he could say, well, you know, I, I've seen your planet. I've seen your third world countries. I've seen how you treat some of your people. Your people are starving, dying, plagues, blah, 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 weather, you know, wiping out countries, blah, blah, blah. And he could show us that. And you could even use actual newsreel footage. And then it makes it clear why Thanos feels what he did on Titan, what he did on Titan needs to be applied here. Now, what, I still he didn't wouldn't... do it on Titan. That was his that was his motivation. He said, let's do this. They didn't. And Titan is what you saw when they landed on. Yeah, but I, yeah, what, what, what he did on what, what I guess what I'm saying is what happens on Titan that is not enough of a leap for me to say, I understand why Thanos wants to come all the way to Earth and just assume we have the same problem. Or, or actually the whole universe, right? He wants to go to yeah, every world. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the other thing I will say. His whole sort of relationship with Gamora, I didn't necessarily understand why he felt so emotionally attached to her. It, it didn't seem to show me why he would feel any more attachment to her than to anybody else. When, when you show, when they showed the flashback with her as a child, I mean, he's essentially a killer, you know, devastator of worlds type of guy. And he just sees this little kid, but it doesn't really explain why he felt any way about her. Right. Yeah, I agree. And, and then I, I was, I didn't, so I, when he's crying and he's remorseful of her later, I, it didn't show me why he would feel that way. I was just kind of like, because she doesn't feel that way necessarily about him. So I don't understand why he's has such a strong attachment to her. Uh, that to me was when people say, oh, he is better than Killmonger's. I'm like, nah, I felt what Killmonger was talking about. I can understand it. He may have been wrong, but it made a lot of sense. Here, he didn't seem to make as much sense to like why he was so emotional about it. Uh, with her, like why? Why was it a big thing for him to to choose to to kill her? It didn't show them like growing up and he was raising her. Did she like change his opinion on life or something? He se still seemed to be willing to kill, do whatever it took. I thought maybe, and maybe this is in the comics. Somebody can tell me. Does he have like a family or something in the books that sort of maybe this is why he feels this way? Or it just seemed like if they would have had him for sure. show like a family got killed on Titan and he was, you know, oh, I, I messed up. I'll never mess up again and I'll do whatever it takes or something. Then I would have. Yeah, that's, felt, what I'm, you know that's, what that's what I'm saying. Right. Some sort of that's called to me. That's called motivation. Exactly. And I, I'm, I'm also maybe now I could have probably missed this throughout the two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. But why was he so why was he so happily torturing Nebula? That was his daughter too. Why? I didn't catch why he doesn't mind causing her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in volume two, he would pit them against each other, and the one the winner got more rewards. The loser, he took a body part from her. Gamora kept winning, so that became his favorite. Uh, right. Okay. But I. Okay. All right. All right. So it's like it's kind of like that apocalypse survivor of the fittest. It's like, well, you keep losing, Nebula. <laughs> Mediocre. Gamora was, became his favorite. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I can, okay, I can see that. Again, it, it really draws upon you remembering some of the other movies. I get that. Let me ask this question then. I was, as it starts and he's getting the, the, the uh, you know, the Infinity Stone and stuff, like why did it take him so long in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for him to just go ahead and do it? seems like this movie takes place, I would dare say no more than a week maybe even less 
and he gets all the stones. I, and, and, I'm curious and, why he didn't just do all this. You know, why go and, through all of that, the Battle of New York and all of this other stuff? Because <laughs> he, right. he, he's I, like, he's ready to take care of business. And I, that's what lost me. I was like, well, dang, he could have did this shit a long time ago. He can, he, if he can fucking give the Hulk an ass whooping, why is he fucking around with Loki? You know he had the power. You know he had the power stone when he whipped up on the Hulk, right? But why, why is he fucking around with Loki in the Battle you of New York? You know he had the power stone when he did that to the Hulk. So he didn't have any stones back then? I guess I'm understanding what you No, okay. he didn't. No, he didn't. And when did he get that stone from? Yeah, that's that's a flaw there. It's like, how do you give us Guardians of the Galaxy 1, introduce us to Xandor, they have the Power Stone, and then in passing say, I, oh, I destroyed Xandor and took the Power Stone. That that one deserved a flashback. Well, why, well, here's my question again. Why not? Why didn't he just do that and get the Power Stone instead of fucking around with Loki? We don't know. Where was the Power Stone at? Remember, people were I looking. Just, I thought you said he went to Xandor and, and destroyed them. Well, that would have been after the first Avengers movie, I take it. Or was it? Right. I'm just saying. I believe they said, they believe they said Guardians of the Galaxy happened after Avengers, the events of the Avengers. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, And at the same time, remember, Quill found the Power Stone on some remote planet, and he sent Ronin and Nebula to, um, Ronin and Gamora to find it. I'm just saying, the Thanos I saw was a motherfucking badass. That he Thanos, had the Power Stone. Well, let me finish. Power Stone or not, the motherfucker was was yoked, and he was confident, and he was like, "Fuck all y'all, this is my world. Y'all just living in it. Why would he be fucking with Loki? That doesn't make. I mean, I love Loki as a character, but I don't see Thanos boying up with Loki. <laughs> I'm just what I'm saying. Okay. So you saying Thanos without the power stone is just as powerful? I did. Did I say that? I'm asking because I, I, I just don't get but your premise. I'm just trying to understand why. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Thanos does not strike me as the type of guy who would fuck around with a dude that could be seen as kind of soft as Loki. I mean, Thanos. What was it? Uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. He was he was bossing up with uh, uh, Ronan. Who looked like who was a badass? I could see those two hanging out, but Thanos. Why would he align himself with Loki? Doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it's not. It's not. I know in the in the mechanics of these films, they don't, they don't have it all so intricately thought out. And I understand that, but it's just you know, it's just a little bit. It's nitpicking, but it's like the whole thing with the glo- the gauntlet and going through all this trouble to wipe out half the universe when you. Like you just get the gauntlet, you say, "Yo, I'm running shit now. I don't care about y'all anymore. I I, I run. I own everything." You know. Well, just- I think that I, I think again. You know, he was only dealing with Loki before he had that thing, and he probably was like, "Yo, let me u- use this guy to get what I want, even though I, you know, if it don't work." And yet, even at the same time, that one little fall guy that Thanos had at the time. He was kind of bought, trying to boss up on Loki, wasn't he? Like, you don't deserve. Da, da, da. Who's that? Who's that now? Remember the the dude who had a cloak in the first Avengers movie, and he was up there with Thanos, and he was talking down on Loki, like, you know, you better do what oh. we say or die type of thing. So they always looked at him. I think they always looked at him kind of like he was he was always beneath them. 
You know what mm. I'm saying? But I, I, you know, the thing that was interesting to me, just going back to the movie with Loki, when Loki is like, okay, I'm, I'm down. But then he goes, but we got a Hulk. To me, I was like, oh, well, he just set up Thanos. And then after he Thanos whoops the Hulk, it's almost yeah. like they was going to give Loki a pass again. Like, nah, I don't think so. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, because then he's like, oh, well, can I, can I offer my assistance? Like, I would have thought he would have just snapped his neck right there. Like, you just trying to get me killed, son. Like, you know, because if, if he hadn't have pulled out that knife, would he have been like, yeah, okay, you can go out there and help again? I don't, my opinion, I don't think Thanos was falling for any of Loki, what Loki was saying. He was just like, okay, let me entertain this fool. Hmm. Yeah, but it, it was, it was, like I said, I, I love the beginning. And even, uh, shout out to my man Idris Elba, man. Like, they, they really miss. They they could have had him be a far greater asset to the franchise, but I did like that he got to do a little something right there at the beginning. Uh, then he got take taken out. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, the brother's going quick!" <laughs> First casualty of war. But uh, and it, it, I, I'm gonna nitpick a little bit, but it's a hell of a coincidence that the Hulk crashed at Doctor Strange's house, or do you think that? Uh, Hemlock playing that. Is that his name, Hemlock? Heimdall. He- Heimdall. When I say Hemlock, where did I get that from? I'm sorry. <laughs> where, do you well, think that he- Heimdall planned him to land there, or was that just a hell of a coincidence? Well, did Heimdall think, know Doctor Strange even existed? I, I, that's what I'm asking. Well, the thing is, they say Heimdall can see every person in the universe if he wants. Okay. So I, I'm thinking that was planned. And that's actually a callback to Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, I guess the Hulk was a substitute for the Silver Surfer. Was it a coincidence in the comic? If I recall, I think he was going. Uh, Silver Surfer was go heading to Doctor Strange, and he got fucked up in the process and crash landed there. Okay. Uh, well, man, uh, just just kind of keep going through a little bit. I mean, uh, Iron Man, his introduction when Doctor Strange came through, and let me say, Doctor Strange was tight as fuck in this movie. Like, I, I wasn't sure a super, was. yeah, I wasn't a super sure fan, was. but yeah, he came out on this one. He was on his, he was on his Madrox in this one, multiple, multiple man. I, I, wow, I'm like, wow, you got spells like this. Where were these spells at? No, oh, he been studying, man. He been studying from the from the scrolls. Even in the lab, within the lab, I guess. Yeah, he was. My thing with Iron that Man, was another is, one of my favorite parts where he actually multiplied. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that was hot. My thing with Iron Man is the new tech that they showed because it kind of looked like when he uh, they melded, I don't know, transformed the Iron Man suit on him. It reminded me of T'Challa with the Black Panther suit. So I was thinking, Mm -hmm. okay, is this Wakanda integrating with the world? Because that looked like uh, with what the Black Panther has. And then when he busted out that rocket, at the, he transformed his feet into that rocket and brought out those, what looked like uh, those vibranium cannons. I was like, oh, okay. They're not telling us, but is that Wakanda tech? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I will say, I think that's somewhere the, the, the CGI was a little funny. It was anytime it was just Robert Downey Jr.'s head and the suit, the, those transformations, it was it was a little wonky there but that new suit was dope like he had the, the little fucking cannon things on the side or whatever that was and my man was like damn where you get that from he's like, this, 
It's that new hot I'm like, yeah, shit. What, what was that tech? I mean, it floats. I mean, it was dope, but I'm like, okay, well, wait. It floats in midair and shoots along with yeah, you. He was on some next. Is that, is that in the comic books? <laughs> hey, man. But that, well, I, I liked it, though. It was just like some time must have passed, and he upgraded his shit. I was like, okay. Uh, I liked that. And that whole little part, you know, and it's like, man, Hulk, man, we, David, what you doing? Banner, man, come on, man. Oh, man, I can't. You know, there was jokes heavy, but I liked that part. I thought that part was funny. You know, you're making me look, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizard, man. What you doing? <laughs> like, that, that shit was hot, man. Dr. Strange, what's the old boy's name? Is it Wong? Uh, Wong, yes. Yeah, man, he was, he and he was, disapp- was he, did he disappear from the movie after that point? Like, not, well, yeah, we didn't see him again. No. Damn, shout out to the diversity. No, I'm just <laughs> It's like they put us they put it in Africa. What more do you want? <laughs> but yeah, I mean they was killing that, man. And uh Spider-Man's whole intro and all that. It, that was, it's like I heard the line in the trailer, but when he delivered that, oh, we're using our made-up names, I still laughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh what'd you guys think of um Vision and Scarlet Witch? Oh, I hated that whole thing. That that shit could have been cut. <laughs> First of all, the even though even though yeah, <laughs> even though he uh, he came with the the humanoid face, I was like, this dude look like he's easily thirty years older than uh, Scarlet Witch. Like, come on, <laughs> I'm not buying that. Maybe she was into oh. that. That's what she asked him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you be zaddy? <laughs> wow. But yeah, I hated that whole thing, and for me, it really didn't. It really didn't pay off. And, enough for me that the, the it didn't resonate with me when she's supposedly anguished trying to destroy this crystal which is going to kill him i i just didn't care and then for the most part he took a wound to the to the stomach and he he, he was shit after that point just walking around like man my, man my stomach man my stomach i'm like dude heal that shit let's move on <laughs> but uh and then it also leads us to the yeah. uh was it the black order is that what they're called the children of Thanos or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what they that's what the only name they gave us. I'm gonna say this though. Their design I was top notch. There, you know, if I nitpicked, there was a couple little scenes like, man, very CG heavy characters. But I thought they were individually, I mean, just the characters themselves I thought was great. Like, you know, the way they, they spoke and the way each one of them seemed kind of different. They almost uh, I hate to do it, they almost reminded me of uh Zod. And you know those guys. Oh yeah, they, they, they yeah. kind of felt like that a little bit to me. There was the big guy, then there's the woman, and then, but but I thought they were great, man. I don't know what you guys thought about them. I thought the woman, she reminded. I didn't really like her look too much because it reminded me a lot. She reminded me a lot of Steppenwolf, and mm-hmm. I just thought he. I thought he was a lame character. You know the all <clears throat> all the Wakanda stuff. I mean, it was dope seeing the Black Panther, and of course seeing Okoye and. I just when uh, Shuri, she's working on the on the vision, but she's like, "Oh, I still got some shit for you." And turns around with them cannons on her hands. I, I liked all that stuff, but I don't know. That was the least interesting battle for me, and I think the reason why is because I didn't really care about those villains. They um, other than the dude that got killed, Black Maul, whatever his name was, uh, who was dope as hell. I, he was. I, I loved that character. I just didn't really care about those. Those war dogs, they look like Carnage, uh, the Spider-Man villain. 
I didn't care about any of them. They looked just like the Chitauri. They were just video game targets. Uh, and I didn't like the Black Order other than the, 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 the guys who fought Iron Man and uh, Doctor Strange at the beginning. So that battle, I mean, it had its moments like with the shield, kind of reminded me of Phantom Menace a little bit. Not that that's a good thing, but, you know, I had my brothers and sisters from Wakanda fighting. So it, it was cool, but in a sense it wasn't because it was too long, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I can't really put my finger on it. It just wasn't interesting as what happened on Titan uh, and what happened in Central Park or wherever that was. I disagree um, with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, my thing with the uh, the Wakanda fight scene is is like halfway through it, I got to think. I was like, "Oh, this is like the this is the Battle of Helm's Keep, or is it Deep? I can't, I keep uh, forgetting what the name is. Like from Lord of the Rings. So I was kind of used to seeing um, the heroes having this this uh, huge army that they have to overcome, but it just didn't. Again, it just didn't have the emotional weight to it where I I really cared because pretty much I knew nothing really is going to happen until Thanos shows up. No, I, I, I mean, I, I really liked it. I just thought it was the premise of it was dope. Yeah, it very much reminded me of the Phantom Menace. But I love that they had the dome, and then you know, I to me it was dope when Captain America and Black Panther, and I don't know why they had Black Widow. Is that her name, Black Widow? Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I don't know why her character walked up there like she was a boss. I was like, fuck out of here, but. When, <laughs> well, you never, you've never liked her. No, I'm just saying she's not on a level. She ain't on the level. This is Wakanda, and and well, so I can understand was. Black Panther walk up to the front and Cap because he lead the Avengers. But why is she walking up and not? And, and, I don't understand how she diversity. She yeah, I, I mean that's why why they had her up there. But but when they walked up there, I was like, oh, this is some boss shit. Like they wasn't fighting. They just walked up, and you know the lady was up there, and they was like, yo. You know, of course, they had to let Black Widow speak first. You know, Where's your partner at? Said, okay. But when my man, Chikchala, he's like, oh, fuck all that. This is Wakanda. So we're going to get in some blood work. I was, I was like, my man bossing up. I was like, yeah. He said, I don't give a fuck about that intergalactic shit. You on my home turf. So we're going to, it's wartime. And then they just walked back. And I was like, okay. And then, well, even, what's my man, Umbako or whatever? Even he yeah. was getting hit bark on whatever. I was like, oh shit. And he then my never be a kappa. <laughs> and my man, and, and then yeah, I love the scene they have Black Panther, my man pounded it up. So man, I appreciate you coming through, Playboy. I, always, I got you. I was like, okay, I fuck with that. And then it was like when they had uh we got what she said, we got blood to spare, homie. I thought that was cold. And then they had the dogs of war. Who let the dogs out? The big ass you know, dogs came. I was like, oh shit. And they was like, they savage. You know, they just going to, they just coming. It's like they're killing themselves. I was like, oh shit, this shit is serious. To me, it was serious. Like, yo, they ready. Like, they ready to, they overwhelming your force. And then it was just like, but your child, man, he was, he was like, listen. <laughs> They said, what are we going to do? They're going to surround us. We're going to have to open the door. We're going to have to put in that work. And even Obaku dudes, man, they're going to kill us something. My old girl, what she said? Well, then we're going to go out on a blaze of glory, homie. It, 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 it is what it is. That's what we said. It is what it is then. Let's get this work in. And I was hyped as hell because I was like, this is what I wanted to see them anyway. 
So that's why to me it was the shit like they was getting it in. And then, you know, I will say, that, well, you know, these movies, let me even say, I, I can understand these movies are made by committee. Because, and I think that's the good thing and the bad thing of this particular movie and why it's different than the other ones. This to me tries to cover all the bases. I can see Disney and them in that boardroom, like, okay, you know, you got to have this part in there. We got to have the, the, the women power scene, you know, where we have Scarlet Witch or Black Widow and uh, Old Girl from The Walking Dead. And of course, they got to fight another woman. They ain't going to fight a dude. You know, it's the woman power scene. And as much as I enjoyed that, it just kind of felt a little corny. I was like, ah, okay. Uh, because if it was up to me and if I think you just had a singular vision person doing this movie, they would have went back and say, yo, we got to deal with Scarlet Witch. And, uh, what's the, what, what do you call the, the women that protect, Vi- um, Oh, the Dory Milash. The Dory, if you go back to Civil War, remember that scene in Civil War, uh, when, uh, Scarlet Witch walked up on Black, Black Panther, Widow. Black Panther, or I mean, yeah, when Scarlett Johansson's character walked up on <laughs> T'Challa out of order and old girl was ready to put in that work and beat the shit out of her, and T'Challa was like, <laughs> yeah, don't leave white mommy alone. I Don't don't hurt her. I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to see the call back to that because now, now they come into Wakanda and I wanted to see at least just a nod where looking like, yeah, bitch, I ain't forgot. You know, watch your mouth. You come over here. <laughs> I wanted to see that. You know what I'm saying? I thought that would have been... Because even in the movie, in his movie, she keeps saying, you know, this ain't what I figured would happen if we open ourselves to the world. Now y'all letting these folks come here and they bring in drama. I just... I would have had a more call back to Thank that. Thank you. Somebody said that. But I can Thank understand you. why, again, it's played... They want to make sure we get all the notches off so they're not going to have the, the women bickering at each other per se we don't have the more of the power we, we teaming up and so but it was cool but but i was gonna uh what was i i think i lost my other point i was gonna say but i just i thought the battle had some great moments in there yeah uh, no doubt last no thing doubt. i would say was captain america was when well hold on to me the last thing they, they, they forgot with captain america though they should have had him uh when he was doing the thing with thanos they should have called it back to Cap when he was that skinny dude. Like, we can do this shit all day. That shit, when he was, that's what he should have said. Ah, I can hold this all day, nigga. I'm from Earth. Even though, again, <laughs> Thanos, if you go back and look at that scene, though, Thanos dropped his ass with one punch and, and Cap was out. There wasn't no fights. Pie down. Shut the fuck out of here. You know? Now, that was a pimp slap. That wasn't a punch. Well, let me He slapped his ass out. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Mike, let me let me throw this at you. I just let me throw this at you. Maybe the reason, and I, I agree with you. There were some good scenes. This whole movie was like a lot of good scenes that, to me, didn't add up to a great movie, but made up for it with a lot of good scenes. In that battle, yeah, there were good scenes, no doubt. I think the reason overall, I was just kind of bored with it because I felt like I, and it was the same structure. I felt like I'd just seen that in Black Panther. It was the same. Maybe that's why, because you had Shuri. Working in the lab, right, with um, well, you, him and the her and the white dude, and then you have the bat. And she eventually leaves the lab. I understand, but then you have the battle taking place in Black Panther. It was maybe it was just too similar to what I had just seen. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. 
to me, the best the best moment in it was when they were heading to the uh, force field, and Banner was running in his suit and trips. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and and Akoya looks down with a look. I'm sure every brother has seen from a sister in their life, like this nigga. <laughs> like he ain't shit. Oh, <laughs> that reminded me of one one other thing I that I didn't like. I, I think I touched on this again. Too much humor, and I don't understand. Why are they making Banner look like a moron? Uh, to me, the better thing would have been is if you had, because th- there was that scene, I can't remember if it happened before, I think it happened before the battle, where Bruce Banner <clears throat> is like, uh, this is what we tried to do for the vision. And sure, he's like, why the fuck didn't you just do this? And he's like, oh, well, we didn't think of that. I love that, that right? I would have preferred to have seen, if you're not going to give me the Hulk, which I think was a bad move, if you're not going to give me the Hulk, I'd rather see the battle taking place out there and Bruce and Shuri going at each other with their intellect on how to save the vision. But they, they're, okay, they're, but they're intent on making Bruce Banner stupid for some reason. I, but didn't I, think see Bruce, I didn't see him being as stupid. I just think that that Bruce girl think, is the most smartest person in the game. No, but I'm saying rather than put him in the lab, where, which is his domain... They got him in the Hulk suit tripping all tripping over himself. But then I would have a problem if he was a master of the Hulk suit. Like he ain't never been in no battle with those things before. But that I mean, makes sense to me. He's not a guy that I unless he's the Hulk, he's not a guy that I would see doing anything in a battle suit or fighting anyone's battle. He's see, well, all hands on deck, man. And again, he was outsmarted in the lab with old girls, so it wouldn't be no point for him to be in there. But I, I, I kind of agree I, what you're saying, but I just think that they just established this is Wakanda. They on some other shit. You ain't needed. Uh, you can get out here and suit up with the rest of us and put in this work. Because early on in the movie, remember, he, they just had him sit out. But that ain't gonna work here. We, this is the end of the this the end battle. He had to get in. And I think he thought that the he kept saying, "Okay, time, Hulk. Okay, man, it's time to come out. You gonna come out now?" So, well, let me ask all y'all here. <laughs> I mean, I, I know what you're gonna you're gonna say. Well, because the Hulk was scared, isn't that okay? I want to say, I've read Hulk. You know, when Herb Trimpey was drawing him and Stanley was writing him, and I've been reading. I, I'm not a Hulk master, but I've read my fair share of Hulk. Tell me why they, you think the writers chose not to have the Hulk in that final scene. Why would they do that? Well, for me, I thought they gave a really good story arc for Banner. I thought Banner Banner is the smart, analytical, intelligent one. Hulk is the brute with all the power. He couldn't pull out <laughs> pause. He couldn't pull out the Hulk. So when he was in that suit and he's calling for Hulk because he's like, dude, this suit ain't going to do it. He's about to kill me. Hulk, where you at? Hulk didn't come out. He's like, fuck it. I'll do it on my own. And he fused his brain and he figured out a way to defeat that dude and killed him. So to me, that's the story that they were trying to show. And I show it, it gave uh, Banner some confidence. I like, yeah, I can be out in this in this field. I can put in that work without the Hulk. So that was that was that was satisfying enough for you. As opposed to seeing the Hulk on screen in a fight. Oh. Yes, I've seen the Hulk with five I movies. Rather, I think I've seen all of these guys in the fight. Hulk. Go ahead, Perry. I think I'd rather have seen the Hulk. You know, but I think that if because my thing is like even with like the Thanos fight, you know what I'm saying? The madder he get, the stronger he get. You see what I'm saying? So, but at the same time. I think that if the Hulk would have came out, 
you know what I'm saying, the the whole thing would have been easier for them. And they wanted to make it look a little bit harder, make Thanos look a little bit more buff. You know what I mean? I agree with that. I can I can see that. I feel that. And okay, but here's I, a fallacy yeah. in that the madder Hulk gets, the stronger he gets. He can't get mad if Thanos put his ass to sleep. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. The hope that I, the hope that I know, he will revenge. He will want revenge. Hilarious. Well, it's it's you know what I gotta oh, remember too. The last time we saw the Hulk, it was in Ragnarok, and didn't they try to introduce some idea that if Banner became the Hulk again, he could never he could he couldn't take control again or something like he would always be locked out of being the Hulk or something like that. Uh, that I can't remember. Yeah, because it was like oh, he no. didn't want to turn into the he had been the Hulk for a couple of years or something. He seemed like he was insinuating. Right. And then right. he finally came back and he was like reluctant to turn back into the Hulk because he felt like the Hulk would not relinquish power. So again, he becomes the Hulk to save the day in that movie, right? But then they never I don't and I don't think he never turned back uh since since the beginning of this movie was it takes place right after so I, that's you know they never really addressed, mm, that's a good point they never that's really sort point. of addressed it here but i guess they're just to say that the hulk was act this is the first time the hulk is so shook i i, I didn't i didn't agree with that but he was so scared that he just didn't want to come back out again that's the only problem i had him being shook i just was like eh. well i mean in ragnarok he he went into a fight with thor and Thor was getting the better of him, but I mean, Hawk was getting his licks in. It was, it was, they were going toe to toe. Thanos, that first punch, it was over. Thanos gave him some, then Thanos just uh, uh, systematically just dissected the Hawk and just slammed his, it was, and if you recall, uh, Hawk, when he slammed Loki, it was like, what, four or five slams. When he slammed Thor, it's four or five slams. Thanos picked his ass up and put him down with one. That dude has never felt power like that. And you got, and again, you got to remember, Thanos had the power stone too. So the, essentially, that means that the, we understand the Hulk is a bitch. Like he, he can't. Take yes. A, he can't take yes. an L. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's some bullshit. You're right, Mike. That's why I was on some bullshit. The, okay. The Hulk is not a bitch. The Hulk, if he gets his ass whooped. He, he wants more. He wants to. He wants to. You. But but I understand what Perry's saying too. Uh, I guess on a certain level, you have to eliminate him out of the story because then yeah, it becomes the shit. You have a dominant player in the game. That's why to it's me, yeah, that's why it's he wasn't to me. He's not in Civil War and some of these other movies because he you know he's unstoppable force. He he and you know he, and and, and that, that makes sense. That means that the writers just couldn't come up with a better way to incorporate the Hulk in that final he got taken out really quick in the beginning and they couldn't they were like well we got we can't how are we gonna make this work they couldn't figure out a way to make it work so we don't get a Hulk which to me where, where the movie sort of ends when when he finally gets all of the stones actually even before he got the the, the last one from Vision Thanos is essentially unstoppable like when he finally comes to Wakanda I mean, none of them. He was just like, fuck, phase through me. Ah, okay, you're done. This, he was just running through them like it was nothing. And then when he gets all of them, um, the Thor comes. This is what probably I didn't understand. So Thor comes down, and 
all of a sudden he's the strongest thing ever. He comes down, throws the the new hammer through Thanos into his chest, right? And he's like, "Ah, oh, you should have took my head." And he just goes back and he goes back in time. I'm like, he's essentially like, there's no way he can lose. Like, he can always just go back in time. Like, I, well, he didn't go back in time. He just still snapped his finger. He was still alive. Well, right. Well, I'm so, you're right. He went back in time with vision thing. I'm sorry. Right. When yeah, when she uh, destroyed the thing with vision, he's like, oh well, that huh. Turn it, turn it, you know, turn the wheel back. I was like, okay, well, essentially the whole point, well, there was no point then because he can always go back in time. Like, right. That's why all deaths don't really, don't really reverberate with me. Although the, the glove, the, the glove, the gauntlet was destroyed, right? Yeah, no, he had, it was damaged, damaged a little bit, but he still had everything. Yeah. The stones were, were, were put in place or, or exist, right? Yeah, he still he has used, the glove and the, and the thing. Yeah, so this he, is basically this is basically in uh, seeing Superman's casket put in the grave, and then the stones come up off the casket. You know that shit's not gonna last. So uh, you know, like that, it's like. Eh. Did you read Infinity Gauntlet? I read Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. I remember it too well, but it was nothing like what I saw on screen. The Infinity, as a matter of fact, to that point. When everybody started disappearing, I thought what was happening was they were gonna they were all being transformed uh to um by Thanos to what I remember in Infinity Gauntlet, the edge of the universe that platform in, in space to have a final battle. Uh but then someone uh, a guy at the theater said no they were eliminated like Thanos' plan was to eliminate the universe and that's so they're dead. Okay, I I get it, but come on now, who are they? There's no suspense there because we know they're coming back. Like Mike said, we know they got movies, and we know he's got the, a stone that can alter reality. So they'll just figure out how to do that and bring everybody back. Well, I think Heimdall, Loki, Gamora, and Vision are dead. I I would have a huge problem if they brought them back from the dead because. Like they're not affected by what Thanos did. Um, the ones that caught the fade, so to speak. Again, as yeah. long as they have the time stone, <laughs> it can bring anybody back. You can always go back time. Fair point. Can someone explain to me how, uh, unless Iron Man, I mean, I rode with it the whole time because I get clowned. Oh, you're not reading the books that happened in the books lately. You, 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 you on them old head books, man. You know, so does I, I okay? Apparently, Iron Man has some shitload of new tech that I'm not familiar with. Okay, that's fine. But he got stabbed through the uh, through the through the intestine, through the guts. And Doctor Strange said, "Say, um, uh, spare him his life. I'll give you the stone." And Thanos is like, "Hand it over." And then he doesn't do anything to Stark, but Stark is all of a sudden healed. Okay. So, so First of all, you first of all, you're downplaying that scene. First of all, Thanos was the fucking G at that moment. He's doing this little, he's letting Tony get his little desperation fight in. And then he's like, okay, you gonna try to stab me now, son? Snaps the blade, stabs him. Right. Tony's looking like, God damn. And then I don't know if you saw this. Thanos starts walking him over to a rock and physically made Tony have a seat. 
patted right. that motherfucker on the head <laughs> and gave that whole speech. But here's the thing. When he backed up and said, you know, hopefully, uh, I hope they'll remember you, he raised his hand like he was about to kill Tony Stark. That's right. what Strange was saying, spare him. Well, how did, okay, so then the question, how did Tony survive getting stabbed through his body with a blade? Not everybody that gets stabbed dies. Come on. on top of that, well, I, I didn't, and on top of that, he sprayed something on him. Yeah, didn't Hawkeye get didn't stabbed? Didn't he, like, heal himself or something? Yeah, he, he had those nanobots, but I would say, didn't in... It was in Civil War or something. Hawkeye? No, it was in Ultron. Uh, wasn't the Hawkeye who took like a mortal wound and that lady used some nanobots or something to, to repair his body? That Asian doctor, remember that? I don't remember like, that. He was like almost died or something. And she remember, yeah, actually it was some type of synthetic. She sewed him all up with new skin and all that stuff. Go back. I, I watched the movie recently. That's the only reason I know this. So, I mean, they sort of tell you then that they can repair human tissue and stuff. So I just assumed that Tony Stark, because he said he had those nanobots on his body, that he used them to close up that thing and repair himself the same way he used those nanobots to close up that <coughs> hole in that spaceship and uh, put new new material there. I thought that was just foam or some kind of reinforced foam he used. I thought it was the nanobots, cause, only because he kept saying, I got these nanobots sitting on my chest. Yeah, I, I can buy that. But here's the thing. I mean, there's an, if you keep creating, I mean, I know it's comic books. I know it's comic book movies, but there got to be some consequences. I mean, why they go killed through, four people? Hold on. Hold on. I'm talking <laughs> they, about. They wiped out half the universe. I'm talking about the scene with Iron Man. It was a it was a huge dramatic scene where we see him stab. It was almost like watching Hamlet, where he stabs the guy and then gives him a speech. And Robert Downey Jr. did some brilliant acting where he's like dying. Right? Looks like he's dying. Where if you can just simply deploy some nanobots, why do you make that scene put so much emphasis well, on that? Scene? Well, I think because Thanos was about to kill him. But 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 it's but they've done that in other Marvel movies. I mean, you get same argument when Rhodey. Crash landed on the ground and just was his leg was damaged. He should have been dead. That, that's just what they do. So. Well, yeah, I, I don't understand why that scene was so. They spent so much time on that right. scene, only to a scene two scenes later. Okay, I'm walking. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So that's I agree with you, but I'm, again, they've shown you that they don't do it like that. That they they're not letting them get. They ain't gonna have them all get killed like that. But I think you're glossing over. Thanos was about to give him the kill shot, and Strange I, told him to spare him. So you saying not, why did he give him the speech if he didn't die? That's not what I Thanos said. was about to. What did you that's say? That's not what I said. What I'm saying is why put so much emphasis on that scene where he gets stabbed? That's what I'm talking about. That should have. That should have. I mean, you could have had. You just could have had him smack Tony down and get ready to raise his fist and crush his skull in and Stark with his uh, uh, Doctor Strange with a please spare him his life. They didn't. They they didn't write it that way. They wrote this huge dramatic stabbing scene. And I'm thinking, well, that if you're going to go through all that, it must have some impact. No. Ah, let's just play these nanobots. I'm good. It doesn't make sense. That, that's the Marvel way. <laughs> that's what they've been doing. <laughs> so, you know, different. But again, I think if it was different, some people would complain that it's too dark. And that you can't really that kill in these characters. That's why this movie is a bolder movie because they do kill characters where obviously that was a no-no going every movie beforehand. Because it would have been seen as too gritty and too dark. 
Now they're playing that card. Obviously, we know that card is going to be pulled back. I think it's dark to show him being stabbed so dramatically. Well, it is, but there's no consequences, so then it's not. Exactly. Right. I would have liked to have seen him die. Because we know know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is like, you know what? I'm getting too old for this shit. So they should offer the money. Apparently. I guess I'm saying, Robert Downey Jr. said that? No, I, I, I would think he is because I keep, I mean, am I the only one here? Who's too the- old to get for their $20 million and $40 million? <laughs> Ain't nobody too old for <laughs> This is a business. <laughs> Why do you think he's in the movie? <laughs> At some point, how much money do you, I, I, I think he's getting tired of the role and wow. how much money do you he don't think that way. I mean, you might think that. I can see. But again, I don't think you've been given $40 million either. So we have to keep that in mind. Don't know what how that's relevant, but okay. Well, I mean, you wouldn't know what he would think. You only can say that as a person who isn't out of the opportunities he has. Apparently, he thinks way different. And for what I've seen and read, he loves playing Tony Stark. Okay. Who would you that, don't even have another to thing do I don't get is and I think Mike you agree with me you agree with this and I don't think we've talked about it yet is why did it take I thought the um the cameo by Peter Dinklage was dope I was like oh is that is that uh, Tyrion oh okay but why did that take so fucking long for for Thor I agree on that 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 did was tedious what, what was it an axe or why did he was it an axe or a sword what was it it was an axe. Okay, I don't know if that's from the comic book. I'm like, why don't you make a fucking hammer? <laughs> but, well, all right. That's because I think they felt like, yo, Ragnarok hey, is going to be Mike, the Mike, shit. Mike, Mike, put a K on the end of that, bro. I'm just, it's driving uh, man, me crazy. I got to do how I do. But they thought Rag- Ragnarok was going to be the shit. And that's what they decided. They locked in. We're going to do Thor's story. And I just think that, to me, that's what happens when you overly plan these movies. You can't change, you know, you can't really, they locked in. So they can't be reactionary to say, oh shit, this was, this thing blew off. We could have focused on this character, but that's why they went heavy with that, in my opinion. That's why I think the movie starts, it's interesting that the movie starts with Thor's stuff, but, you know, Black Panther was its own sort of thing. So it was almost disconnected from uh, what was happening, but Black Panther was the previous movie before this. I'm curious now, you know, like, how is this? Where does Ant was it? Ant Man and Wasp. You know how does that play into this? Where are they well, at you know during what? these events? I got an answer to that, Mike. Um, what I've been told again on the Fantastic Facebook page is that this movie. <laughs> Just to be clear, like, so because we, we mentioned that a couple times, no listeners have no idea what the hell you're talking about. What is that? So they can know too. It's a fa- it's just a uh, comic movie Facebook page called Fantastic Facebook page. Okay. Fantastic comics, movies, and discussion. Um, people are saying that the Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place I think between Civil War and before this movie Mm. because there is a line in the film where they it doesn't make a lot of sense but someone says how come Ant-Man and uh, Hawkeye aren't here besides the fact that they ain't shit (laughs) um, they're not here I shouldn't say that about Ant-Man he's dope um because they got some sort of pass from the government that they don't have to go on these on these missions, which doesn't really make no, sense. They got it was a protective custody something for their families. Yeah, they made a deal. Yeah. They made a deal with the government. Oh, for 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 their families. Well, that doesn't explain why they're not in the fight, though. No, they made it. They made some deal with the government that got them out of jail, 
And I guess they're re- they are retired. Because everybody there was either it was either War Machine and then the Avengers that were fugitives. Ant Man and Hawkeye made a deal with the government. Yeah, but they're not going to be well. Ant Man's not retiring because he got a movie coming out in what a few months. Well, we'll see what that was going on with that. But that's that was their explanation why they they didn't have them. What did you guys think of the post credit sequence? I was dope until. Fury faded away. I was like, seriously, you're going to begin the movie with a brother dying and you're going to end the movie with a brother dying? Come on, man. I mean, it, it led up to, you know, it was a little anticlimactic for me because I'm like, why is, I mean, I guess this is the ultimate spoiler. Why is he sending for Captain Marvel? What the fuck is she going to do? <laughs> like, she's going to save everything. I don't, you know, it was just, it was clearly just a branch, a bridge to another movie they didn't want us to spend money to see, which I will. Well, she's pretty powerful, but you, you don't know what she's getting into. I mean, the Hulk is powerful. <laughs> so, that doesn't... <laughs> you know what I thought was going to happen? Uh, what I thought would have been cool is when they that car pulls in front of them, and you know they have this sort of, okay, let's bring the camera up to see who's in the car. Man, I, I don't know why, but I thought it would fucking be Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Uh, what's going on but let's get it in I would have been like oh shit <laughs> and Wolverine I was like oh this my, they got my money fuck what just happened in this movie but but that didn't happen <laughs> but that would have been the shit man like, like I got pulled in from a different dimension bud what the <laughs> you know like, oh shit <laughs> well shit if we, if we think it like that I would have liked to have seen the thing jump out that bitch or something <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know. I nah. care about that movie. <laughs> I would have been. Wow. I would have been like, huh? <laughs> like we just saw a rock person in Thor Ragnarok. We need another yeah. one. Not, yeah, the, not the fantastic. Yeah, that was bullshit. But but yeah. yeah, I mean the whole Captain Marvel thing. Again, I I tip my hat to Marvel. They play it like they could give a f about general public because that's pure just fan service hardcore Marvel head that he would even get that reference because I would imagine everybody else just looked like he dropped his beeper. <laughs> What's going on? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> I, well, you know, it's funny you say that, Mike, I, and I told you this story already, but just for the listeners, <clears throat> when I came out the theater, there was this uh, white guy that was walking next to me. He was like, I, and I was thinking to myself in my review, I'm going to say, you know, God help anyone who doesn't understand any of these characters or hasn't seen any of the movies. And I was going to say, I read Marvel comics and I was a little lost and confused. It took me a while to catch up. And this guy, as I was thinking that this guy beside me walking out the theater, he's like, so I didn't really get that. So what, what happened to the Hornet? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> the Hornet. Yeah. The, the guy with the wings, he was flying and shooting guns at the, at the dogs. I was like, you talking about Falcon? Oh, was that his name? I was like, dude, you need to go back to the lab, man. I don't recommend you. Well, at least he didn't call him Black Blackbird. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, by the way, I don't know why you hating on Natasha. Well, my man, I mean, he's a brother and I love him, but I mean, all he was doing was shooting guns. Same with Bucky. All they doing is shooting guns. I mean, so can't Natasha get some? I don't hate her character. I just, 
I just have a problem when she's like sort of presented up to the front. I just don't feel like she put in enough work. Not to be standing up there with T'Challa and Captain America. That's just me. But she's a dope I don't why, I still don't understand why she's blonde, why she's not a redhead anymore. I mean, I don't know. Whatever Cap and them do, they definitely spend a lot of time on their looks. I was like, <laughs> y'all, y'all always groomed and everything. You know, the, just to go back to about the jokes and stuff. Again, I think part of the thing with the jokes, and I like some of the jokes. Some of them work. Some of the stuff with Drax, they sort of just made his whole character uh, just yes. a joke. But entirely the. The only thing about the jokes is they seem to just all be written by the same person because they, every character has the same type of joke to me. Like, it doesn't feel like if you just said, okay, you do the jokes for this person and it'd be in your style, and then this person has a different type of sense of humor. They all have the same sense of humor, which I don't know if that's a nitpicking, but to me, I noticed that. I was like, I was like eh. they, they, they all have the same type of jokes. But real people don't all find certain things funny in the same way, but they all just seem to be the same type of joke. So I just thought, if you're going to do joke heaviness, then make him have dark humor and then make him have the you know this type of humor. They all sort of, Tony Stark style humor, they, they all had that same type of humor to me. I just was like, eh. Well, Mike, according to IMDb, there were only two writers on this. So, you know, they, apparently they didn't farm out the jokes like, you know, maybe comedians tend to do. So that's why all the jokes sounded the same. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I agree. Well, that's the thing. If you're going to make everyone have jokes, then to me, they seem like the jokes. I don't care how many writers, it, you just have to, a good writer says, well, this, each character has to have their own voice. But I think some of these characters are starting to all sort of have the same type of voice. At least in the first half of the movie, and then sort of toward the end, it seemed like they just kind of did away with that, and they weren't as jokey. I'm glad they didn't. Right. Make t- I'm glad they didn't make T'Challa start saying some more stupid shit. <laughs> well, they kind of, but but like you said, it was it was a funny line, but they even had a Koye kind of yeah cracking jokes. She's kind of, but yeah. Well, I, okay, but, I'm I not mean, shitting on this movie. Let me be clear. And you said it before. A joke here or there, but they they were talking. I think someone made, and you pointed this out already. So I'm, this is credit to you. Someone made one joke about someone's ice cream, and I'm like, okay, haha, good. They kept they went on and on and on. I'm like, can we move on from that, please? Oh yeah, like gonna be when they first first meet with Doctor Strange uh, at the Sanctum Sanctorum, right? Well, you know when like you someone- see Tony Stark starting to do stretches and showers, like, okay. This, this <laughs> right? It's, oh yeah, you're losing weight now. Yeah, and then Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, it's such and such flavor. Eh, okay. And then, like I said before, on the ship with the Thor, Drax, and Star Lord, it's like one joke about who got more muscles between, and then Star Lord's putting on weight. One joke. Fine, let's move on. No, it goes on and on into the next scene. Well, he's not as good looking as I am, and. Stop stroking his muscles. And I'm like, come on. Let's move the story forward. I'm standing here invisible. <laughs> like, they could have just cut that. <laughs> no, that shit was funny. Though. <laughs> I didn't think that. They could have cut that. But exactly. that's the, how they do. They do jokes in their movies. I'm not necessarily mad at it. Um, 
Man, I did like how Thor kept calling Raccoon Rabbit, though. I did like that. <laughs> Just disrespectful. <laughs> did you, yeah, did you catch the part where he says, you understand Groot? And he's like, yeah, they talk. I am Groot as an elective. Huh? I was like, what was that? I do remember that line, but who said it? Thor. Thor. <laughs> they talk Groot as an elective on Asgard? Is yeah. Yeah, see. <laughs> Although I did like the part when, <laughs> when uh, Thor was like, yeah, this is my friend Tree. And he said, I am Groot. And Steve Rogers goes, I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I laughed my ass off. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, man. I, yeah, uh, they they underutilized my man Cap, though, man. They sure did, man. Well, I think he's gonna get his shine in the next one. I mean, because this one had to focus on pulling it all together. The Strange, uh, Stark, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Thanos, and I believe because as you noted, the ones who survived most, as far as we know, is the original Avengers. They're all still alive, so I think they're gonna get to focus on in the next one. Yeah, I would imagine there's going to be that meeting of Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. Which is why Stark couldn't die, because you still got to give us that. But um, even, uh, you know, my man Winter Soldier. I don't know, I guess because I I, I like those movies. It felt like the weight of him coming back and stuff is pushed aside a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it had no real meaning. He did just handed him an AK forty seven. It's like, go ahead, do some. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go. But I, but that's the one thing I did like. Though I liked the characters interacting with each other. I really did like when Peter Quill and all those guys met with Tony and Spider Man and the banter between them. I really dig that type of stuff. I wish they would have had more of an opportunity to have more banter when they all went to Wakanda. And just before the battle and really, what do you, you know, what do you do? I wanted to, uh, I wanted to see that scene. That's what I was saying. If it would have been like, uh, who's my man who directed Black Panther? Coogler. If it Coogler would have probably, there would have probably been a scene with T'Challa, uh, Falcon, and Rhodey. You know, it would have been <laughs> funny little like, I see you brothers. <laughs> you ready to you know that would have just been funny or you know like I said the thing with uh, Scarlett Johansson's character and the, and the other chicks it's just been a little more opportunity I would have loved to see them in to like with Rocket you know like somebody wanted like what the fuck is this and him talking crazy to them cats or something I, I, I wish they had a more chance to show some of that because that would have been hilarious too like but you want you know what Mike you wanted to see a scene like they had in um, X Men First Class, where all of the the captured the, the captured young mutants were sitting in the, with uh, sitting in that room, going through their powers. Remember that scene? Uh, vaguely, vaguely. Right before, right before um, the black dude got killed. What was his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Darwin. Darwin. Yeah. <clears throat> you wanted a scene like that. Okay. But you know. It, 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 it was dope, you know what I'm saying. It, I'm curious to see what they do. Maybe, but see, that's a whole another year off, so let's wait for that. Oh, I also heard that the last episode of Agents of Shield had some reference to this movie. I heard it was laughable, but they mentioned it. Uh, the events mm. of this movie. I don't watch the show, so don't know. And that's the other thing too. Let me 
man. Here we go. I, I know that you know it's a nit, <laughs> it's a nitpick, but this movie was hyped that there was gonna be sixty four or something characters. I was I was expecting then, even if it was just brief cameos that they threw in the defenders, you know, Daredevil or Luke Cage. Um. Colson, I don't know how you still can have a Avengers movie and not have Colson in the movie. I, to me, that's the missed opportunity. He's the reason they even formed together. Uh, but I thought they were gonna show other cameos of other heroes that were like, "Yo, these this person exists" or something. But it wasn't a end of the world battle. It was just a battle that was isolated to Wakanda. There was a brief battle in New York, and then the rest of the battles took place in others you know, planets and stuff. But I was expecting a little more cameo heavy other Marvel characters. I don't know what you guys thought. I never was expecting any of the Netflix characters or ABC characters to show up. I, I never, that never even crossed my mind. Now, I was disappointed Colson was in there as um, there had been reports that he was being it. So I think like an hour after the film, I was like, wait a minute, what happened to Colson? Yeah. I never expected Colson to be in this. I just figured ABC's got him under contract. He's on lockdown with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, I heard that he's in the Captain Marvel movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I read that yesterday. Matter of fact, that movie takes place in the 80s, I want to say. Or it's a flashback movie. 90s. 90s. In the 90s. There's a photo that just came out either today or yesterday with uh, a young Nick Fury. With yeah, Captain got Marvel. both eyes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that's. I mean, I guess that movie comes out. Does that movie come out next? And next is Ant Man and Wasp. Well, Wasp, then uh, Captain Marvel, then uh, Avengers Four. Okay, so I imagine Captain Marvel movie is going to play heavy into leading up to Avengers Four. What do you think they go after this? Uh, do they reset things? Uh, you know, do they get different actors? You think any of that will happen? I think I, I think, think they need dead. different actors. I don't think they need different actors, but so you never know. I think. Uh, uh, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, okay. Are I think. I think um, Benedict Cumberbatch will stay on. Black uh, Natasha, whatever her name, uh, Scarlett, what's her name? Scarlett Johansson will stay on. <laughs> Chadwick will stay on. I just think that, and I know, Mike, you 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 feel differently, and I'm just speculating. I don't, I'm not saying I'm right. I just think that by now, uh, Chris, what's his name? Plays Captain America. Chris, Chris Hemsworth Evans. and Chris Evans and. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., they're like, you know, I've had enough of this. I want something. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think they're back. <laughs> Go ahead, Perry. No, I mean, it... no, I just said, I think they'll be back. Okay. Sure. I mean, there, there's been a number of reports, like, I think over the last five years, that keep saying Evans is going to walk away. So that's a possibility. But I've, again, you've never heard it. Please show me. I have yet to see anybody saying that Robert Downey Jr. is tired of Tony Stark. And from all accounts, he enjoys being playing this character. So I don't think he's going anywhere just yet. And uh, one of my friends who's worked in the industry, 
He said that the final scene of uh, Affinity of Avengers 4 is more than likely going to be Pepper and Tony Stark's wedding. Mm-hmm. So here it is first. I um, I have heard um, I can't I can't point to what it was. I know I've read this that uh, Chris Hemsworth is thinking about doing more comedy. I don't know. He was just on like Good Morning America or whatever those show was, and they asked him about like, well, is this it for you? And he just says, well, my contract is up, but they don't mean I'm done. And the dude was like, ah, well played. You're renegotiating your contract, huh? And he just kind of laughed. So and he said, I mean, he's doing Broadway player as we no Chris, not Chris. You're talking about Thor. I'm talking about Captain America said these comments uh, a couple of days ago. Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris Evans. I'm talking about Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, who knows? He, he might be. I, I just think that I think they're all he, he said uh, the Captain America dude said they're all coming up at the end of their contracts, which puts them in a position to ask for more money. But he didn't make it seem like they wasn't trying to be in the movies. He's just like, OK. Yeah. Our, our contracts is up. That don't mean we out the game. So we'll see. I don't think any of them personally would want to walk away from this. Uh, this is what they're known for. These are the biggest movies in the game. Uh, you know, it's a shit you play. You know the character, and people still hold these this work in the high regard. They're not like some clown movie. Oh, you're playing this again? I don't see why any of them would walk away from a guaranteed success almost on a high caliber movie. You don't get no higher echelon than this. None of them, maybe except for Downey or something, are you know A-list actors before they came into this and known to be like, oh, you put him in the movie. He's going to be dramatic. He's the shit. So I, I think this is like... I wouldn't see why anyone would walk away from this, in, in particular in terms of Downey. I mean, he doesn't even have to do the, I'm going to do a whole movie. I'm going to get paid out the ass. And I'm just doing scenes. Well, why, know, it's not well, that much of a commitment to me. <laughs> let me ask you, why do you think, uh, and I'm not debating you, uh, your, your, your reasoning is just as good as mine, uh, but why do you think, for example, like Michael Keaton walked away from Batman? Why did Michael Keaton walk away from Batman? Uh, my point I, being is, I have no clue. I mean, his those again. I don't know. Uh, my point is, it's not unheard of for an actor to say, you know, I'm tired of playing the same character. Just sure. the suit is uncomfortable. I want to branch on to do different things. It right, is, I, but I don't perfect. think Michael Keaton, Batman, was on the the level of these movies. He hasn't been in as movies. He only played the character for two times. Um, I guess you could say, why did each Batman, each actor who played Batman, walk away from the movie? I don't know if they were offered. To do well, I think the movie sucked. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. These, so these movies don't suck. These movies are at the top of the barrel. You know, highly well, anticipated. You've never seen anything like this before. Uh, and of course, the paydays are astronomical. And never, there's no actors getting. He wasn't getting Robert Downey Jr. money back then. He wasn't in. And where Robert Downey Jr. was in his career is totally different than when Michael Keaton was in his career at that particular moment in time. This is the back end of Downey Jr. He didn't already had the, he was already did movies back in the 80s and did his thing and kind of fell off. And this was the second run, which is greater than ever. Keaton was just coming out of a Beetlejuice and being on TV. And yet he still walked away. That's all I'm saying. Right. So he's in a different place in his career than Downey was. 
he had the sky as a limit at that time. Downey has had the opportunity to do other movies. Obviously, after the success of Iron Man and all of those, I'm not going to say they was all flops, but they, it was like, yeah, let me go back to, because <laughs> this shit ain't, these movies ain't popping. You know, his other stuff, he, they, they weren't really that good. And again, he's not making the full movie. He's just playing the scenes in these movies. He, he, well, okay. He, he's not, you know, he, he's in an ensemble movies. He ain't, he's not doing Iron Man movies, which is, I think, is a whole different thing. He broke the fuck off. Yeah. He's, so I don't, to me, I was, why he wouldn't? I can go in here and work for a month or two. Good. <laughs> I don't have the weight of the movie on my back and I'm getting paid, paid as if I'm doing a whole two movies. Why wouldn't I continue to do this? And I've never seen him say, he, again, that's what I said. I've never seen him say, where he had a problem with these movies. He seems like he understands what it means for him to be in these movies. He's the grandfather of this whole thing. He seems to relish in that role when you see him off, you know, at these conventions or these different events. He yep. seems to embrace the shit. Like, yeah, I love this. Yeah. And I think they're a good crew. I think all of them enjoy these movies because it's such, they're all such a family. This to me is like, uh, I look at the same way I look at Fast and the Fierce or something like that. Like, who's going to walk really away from that? Vin Diesel did when he came to his senses. <laughs> Wait. Well, you know, I, I don't understand why back. he would do that. I mean, right. Robert Downey could probably probably gets offered I don't know how many scripts. Yeah, but those movies, but, I'm I'm saying all the stuff he's did. You know, he had one success I think with Sherlock Holmes, but the second one I think was trash. And then his dramatical movies, he had that one with Jamie, right? It didn't blow like they thought. And then he had another movie I think he directed or something. That was a flop. So everything he's done other than the mar- either the movies that are the top of the box office in history of all time versus these little other movies. Eh? And there's never enough money. I don't know where that comes from, but I don't know. Like I said, you're right. We, we both just sort of assuming things. That's just my opinion. All right. Well, any other things we want to talk about on this movie before we wrap it up? I do plan to see it again uh, because I, I didn't allow my son to see it this weekend because he he fucked up in school. So wow. Um, just snitching. Yeah, that's right. Make him feel it, bad. It takes a village. Uh, that, that, so I'm gonna take. <laughs> that don't I'm mean you're gonna post a video of you whipping his ass now. Oh no! Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Actually, he didn't fuck up in school. He he disobeyed one of my order, orders. One of my orders. Damn. Mm, orders, huh? <laughs> CPS is on the line. <laughs> we better investigate this, brother. All right, Joe. <laughs> oh, wait, what's, what's the name? The dude from uh, Atlanta? What was it? <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> Teddy, really, Mike? Teddy Perkins, really? <laughs> really? You follow my orders, nigga. I said you turn on the two, not the four. He's fucking up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he he fucked up at home, and uh, I was like, nah, no Avengers for you. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go see it next week. I'll probably go see it in IMAX. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to bring up. I didn't see it in IMAX. Remember, they were making such a big deal of you know, if you see it in IMAX, you. But I, I didn't feel like I missed anything by not seeing it in IMAX. So maybe I need to go watch it in IMAX. You know? 
You probably wouldn't know until you see it in IMAX, right? (laughs) Well, they show the video where they show like the screen, how much of the screen got cropped, and they filmed this whole thing in an IMAX camera. But I didn't feel like, I don't know, it just didn't seem like that big a deal when I actually watched the movie. I I don't see any any pieces that I felt like I was, oh, you know what, if I saw the extra few inches, the scene would have been epic. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Never mind. Let me leave that alone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, Avengers: Infinity War. Go see the movie. Definitely go see it for. And I, I, I hope that you already have because we didn't spoil the whole thing. Uh, but go see it again. Um, I don't know if I'll see it again. It's not twice. It's an interesting. I'm movie definitely from, going back tonight. You're going to see it tonight. I'm definitely okay. going back tonight. Yeah, I'm going to see it again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is this your second time or third uh-huh. time seeing it? Is this your second, second time? Second time. It'll be my second time. Yeah. Got it. Got it. All be right. My time, so. Oh, and I didn't say this uh, in terms of where I hold this movie at. Uh, to me, Black Panther's number one. I would actually yeah. put this. Uh, God, I would say Black Panther. I feel the first Avengers is better than this for me. It's a cohesive movie where you could just, you don't got to know shit. You just going and get entertained. So I would say Black Panther, Avengers, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and then this one. So this would be what, number five. Well, you put this over um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one? Uh, I would say yes for now. And over Homecoming. You didn't like Homecoming, right? Homecoming was all right to me. But I would put it over, definitely put it over Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, for the original one is a dope movie, no doubt. No doubt. But I think you get some of that. This movie has a very Star Wars feel to it as well, I thought. You know, the jumping around, the different climactic scenes. Different planets and shit. Different planets, yeah. Yeah. I I, I honestly would still put Iron Man, the first one, over this one. Hmm, okay. Because you, you said it yourself. You just go and sit down and enjoy. You don't have to know anything going in. Well, with that one, it it, it, it doesn't get much more like that than that first one. Mm-hmm. But I t- again, like I said, tip my hat to Marvel. This was a uh, a ballsy type of movie to do. Probably the first of its kind. And I think they exceeded very well with that. And And they leave you with the cliffhanger. Stuff goes down. You know. So oh, yeah. That- Go ahead. That reminds me, um, and I told you this as well, Mike. Uh, just just for the audience, the guy, that was, another guy, I was walking out with. <laughs> Sound kind of funny style now, don't? <laughs> but uh, I was uh, he he. I was talking to him, saying well, I, I didn't get this one part, and he was like, Yeah, yeah, this is what happened. I was, I was like, Oh, okay, I got you. Okay, it makes sense now. He was saying that he saw this. He was a young cat too. Um, he was saying that he felt like this is the MCU's Empire Strikes Back. And I was like, oh, I, I could kind of see that. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a stretch, but yeah, they got their asses whooped, and you know, uh, I, I could kind of see that. But I just, I just thought it was an interesting comparison. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know about all that, but you're not feeling it. What do you mean by because it has a cliffhanger? To it? Just because you know, in the Empire Strikes Back, the the, the, the rebels took a, took an ass whooping. Han Solo was taken away. You know. So just they were defeated, you know, just the 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 air of defeat, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. The villain won. 
Yeah, empires. I mean, I, I, you never know. Maybe over time, I might see that. I just feel like Empire Strikes Back, the impact of the events in that movie are so, you know, I am your father. I mean, it's like a cultural sort of thing. No, no, it's a, you, you're taking it too deep. It was, it's, it's you know totally. It's a whole, that's a whole different type of thing. Yes, it is. It was totally superficial. <laughs> the, comp- the comparison was totally superficial. Right. No, not very deep. Just the fact that the good guys lost. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Maybe right. over yeah, time. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. And and, and Empire Strikes Back is one of the greatest sequels of all time. It's, it's, it's yeah, Empire like Strikes Back blows this Show this thing a little candle in it. <laughs> so there's no, there's no question about that. But all right. Um I get the comparison though. I get the comparison. I get a young person saying that. <laughs> I can definitely. Yeah, I, I, it's the same way Peter Parker keeps comparing all these movies. It's like, okay, nigga, yeah, sure, but <sighs> stop it. <laughs> Beyonce better than Michael Jackson. Yeah, okay. What you say? <laughs> I see. I, I, how old are you again? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Well, this guy was in his thirties. I'm gonna guess. You know, he that's young to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a review that is almost as long as the actual movie, but that's how we do it here. Uh, Mr. Perry Ross, man, thank you for coming on, sir. No, thank you for having me. Hope to do it again. Yeah. Where, now, where can people find you online? Uh, Facebook, Perry Ross, Purple Underground, Instagram, Perry uh, underscore Ross. Uh, YouTube, Purple Underground, you know. All right, man. I'm around. I'm around. All right, we'll check you out, Mister Ant Poo, sir. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ant Poo, and you can find me on YouTube at the QA. We'll have a review up uh, Monday on uh, the Avengers. All right, and uh, also, Mister Q Storm. Where can they find you, sir? Well, and uh, we're going to be recording the latest red shirts that you'll be able to find on YouTube uh, at if you search on the red shirts. You can find us at uh, red Sh- at red shirt seventeen oh one on uh, Twitter. Go to Facebook, search on red shirts, a Star Trek podcast, and you can find my reviews. I will be doing a review, pro- hopefully by Monday. I'll have it up of the Avengers. Uh, you can find that on real r e e l q storm dot com. All right. And of course, you can find us right here at podcastjuice.net. Also, we have the Prince Podcast, which you can find here. And you can also find us on YouTube. Just look up the Prince Podcast. And if you want to dive deep and support the site, check us out at patreon.com slash Prince Podcast. <laughs> I should know this off the top of my head. But like I always say, working like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>